This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. All right. Are you ready to start? Rumble. All right. Change it up. Y'all check it out at Monk on the Radio uh, on Instagram. There's a pretty cool, funny photo of Al (laughs) with his headphones sitting crooked on his head. <clears throat> All right. It's beer 30. Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch for proper technique of pouring beer. And you want to let it go from there and just pick it up. Get you a little bit of head on that. Bam. So when I was younger, I was in Ocean City, Maryland. And... I found a, my my father was a beer drinker at the time, and yeah. so I found a pen, like a a pen you put on your jacket, you know, mm-hmm. and it said "Beer drinkers get better head." <laughs> I totally thought it was just a beer thing, you know, yeah. and I didn't realize at that time I was young, you know. Yeah. I so I thought I would just get my dad a gift, you know, and I was yeah. going to get it. <laughs> so dad was like, "Buddy, <laughs> uh, you messed this up exactly. in more than one way." <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Hey, welcome you to Porch Talk. This is an untapped in vinyl. As usual, I have Monk here with me. I hope you caught the last time he was on. We had Jimbo Mathis. Yes, we did. That was cool, man. That was God, he put on such a great show at the Columbus Arts Council. He and the Dialback Sound Band, just amazing on yeah. stage, live. Let's uh, let's talk about the beer, then we'll get into that. All right. We got um, the uh, Rogue. Bat Squatch Hazy IPA. Um, what are we looking at for a? It says food pairings: white cheddar, grilled salmon, and strawberry shortcake. That's pretty specific. I've never seen that specific of a food pairing uh, on a beer can before. You know, it was like Druid City. It's always funny because it's like paired with the uh, Girl Scout cookies. You remember oh, that? Oh yes, they had the little little tasting one time yeah. where you paired them. I mean, that uh, downtown North Porter, it's good with anything, man. You put a little bit of whiskey in there and then pop it over some ice cream. Get you a float. Mmm, so good. So we're doing the bat, bat Squatch. It's a 6.7 ABV from Rogue. Um, kind of available everywhere. I mean, I have really, I don't know what makes it hazy. We've talked about that before, but I've just gotten to where I just love anything that says hazy on it, you know? I'm kind of that way. Uh, yeah. I mean, Ghost in the Machine kind of turned me on to the whole idea of Hazy. I think that's what done it. And, man, to be real with you, like, if it wasn't for uh, Ghost, I don't think I would like IPAs, period. Like, Really? Because at first, man, when I was trying to get into craft beer, it was like I would drink an ale. Yeah. And 
I tried an IPA just because I saw ale at the end. I didn't know, you know, I didn't India pale ale. Yeah. And I tried it, and it was like, you know, just a really armpit one, just kind of. Yeah, dank and, yeah. Yeah, just re- and it was like, I don't know. <laughs> and then, you know, get to doing this show and acquire a taste. And- yeah, yeah, because I can remember last episode, uh, or I think it was the, um, was it the one we had early James here in my apartment when I had the PB and J- Jelly or what a PB and jams? I think that was with Jamie. Was it with Jamie? Yeah. And then you were like, "Oh no, I'll go for I'll I'll stop and get some IPA." <laughs> so you did. Yeah. So now you're like into the IPAs, and that's cool, man. So many people say to me, they're like, "You know, I don't really like beer." It's like, no, you don't really like Bud Light, Coors Light, Michelob Ultra. You don't know real craft beer. Yeah. So when you get into the craft beer, like I can get anybody. I know, and if they drink whiskey, if they drink champagne, if they're like mimosas is their thing, whatever, I can show you a beer that you're going to like. Yeah, you know, like just hanging out at the pool or whatever else is like, I like to get an assorted cooler. Mm -hmm. And then like the way I sell it, if they've never really been into craft beers, like I'll have like a really good solid IPA or just some kind of maybe a sour. Yeah. And I was like, your uncle would like this. And that's kind of the way I pitch it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love, man, that's the way I roll all the time, assorted. You know, it's crazy since, and, uh, and shout out to Munson and Brothers. I don't know if you can't really see that. Maybe. There you go. Maybe not. Uh, man, ever since we started the beer gardening, starting to get a pretty good selection of beer. Oh, man. It Excellent. is. It's, it's interesting because it, it kind of messes with me a little bit because it's like, that's getting to where they all kind of taste the same you know it's kind of weird like i'll have one like that simpin yeah now that stands out like Sip. is it the simpin pimpin or oh 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 oh, oh yes sipping pippin yeah 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 that's a really good beer yeah it is now this one right here is a solid it goes to five right yeah goes solid to five. four i highly recommend yeah that. i'd give it, I'd four, have it again for sure yeah uh, yeah, I mean, and it's a it's readily available all over you know town. So you know, and like some of those, and like the example of like, it's just a very forgettable beer. I guess that's what I'm trying to say is like, and some of their beers are good. Like I like the Catnap. Yep. But oh, like, Memphis Made. But yeah, the Memphis yeah. Made. But like the uh, the the, fire, the Fireside, I'm not really into. Yeah, and the it. Jaunt is not my favorite either. Yeah. Yeah, but they're branching out. They're getting they're getting better at what they do. Um, I mean, in, in every brewery that I've ever experienced, especially brand new breweries, there's they got to build. It's it's going to take a year and then go try their beers. Let them be open for a year. Let them make their beers. I mean, I've seen it happen in Tuscaloosa. I've seen it happen in Birmingham with new breweries. Give them a year. Let them craft their craft. You know what I mean? Let them let them build their craft. That's right. And then I think you're in good, man. Yeah, like I was out at Ghost Train yesterday. I tried two or three of what they had there. Yeah, every, every one of them was good. Yeah, yeah. And Ghost Train was one of those, like Yellowhammer in Birmingham. Er, well, Yellowhammer's in Huntsville, sorry. But but Ghost Train was one of those. I didn't love them right at first, but now I really enjoy when I see a Ghost Train out. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna have that Ghost Train. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so, the same thing. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Avondale. All that's real solid, and they even got into like liquor and stuff now. I think. Yeah, and they're doing the sa- they've got a whole another sour house mm-hmm. over there now that yeah. they've got. Um, whole things growing. Like yeah. Alabama's really done a good job with their breweries. They have. I wish that Mississippi would do the same, 
Um, I don't know why we're holding back. I mean, we're still at 10% for our cap for our uh, ABV. Um, I don't know why they don't open it up to 15 and start, you know, because that's, that's, that's money into the that's local right. economies if we get these breweries in town or if we start accepting more beers into our fold, you know. I mean, that's just because if you build it, they will come. But I guess it's, it's old money. It's, uh, it's, you know, old fucking business or whatever. You know, with Mississippi. I guess. And some of the laws are weird, too. If I understand it right, is if you had a brewery, you couldn't sell that beer in the same building. Not until July 1st, 2018. Okay. Um, yes, because uh, Elliot, uh, one of the co-owners of Druid City Brewing Company, he and, and his girl came over and we went out to uh, Mayhew Brewing Company in Starkville. Um, and we were able to buy, but you could only buy a certain amount you okay. Can't, you can't just go there and, and like fill your car up with beer. Okay. And that's kind of goofy too. Why? Yeah. I'm not drinking it in my car. Yeah. You know, I'm just taking it home. It's going in the trunk. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I don't really understand it. I, I, mean, it's, I guess it's just it's the old ideology. They don't want to get too progressive, you know, and let things get away. But Mississippi now, we allow medicinal marijuana, even before Alabama did, mm-hmm. and we still won't open up the beer laws. What what what's you've got nothing but gain there? I don't oh, understand. Why? Another another weird law, and it really dawned on me like like right at the pandemic, because like just Zachary's, for example, were doing like these daiquiris to mm-hmm. go. Yeah, and I had one, and yeah. and one, it'll knock you on your ass, and it's so full of sugar it'll smash yeah. you down after about thirty minutes. And be like, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but you, but you, could, you could drink and drive with that. Yeah, yeah. Legally. Yeah, yeah. but you can't. Walk the street of Columbus downtown with a beer in your hand. I was like, no. this is so backwards to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can when we do certain things like a catfish in the alley, which happened this weekend, but they actually moved it indoors to, to the a Trotter, con- right? con- Yeah, to the Trotter Convention Had rough, Center. Rough weather Friday night. Yeah, but I mean, literally where I live, you can stand in my bathroom and the stage is right below the window and so you just like hang out and watch the music and it rattles my windows. Oh, it's man. so loud, but it was cool, you know? Um, I didn't go this year, but I mean, with that, they it's kind of like an unspoken, nobody messes with you, kind of like a um, an event, so you can have, what what did they call it in Tuscaloosa? They called it a... Uh, Some kind of speakeasy? Like, like an event license that they get, uh-huh. where you can actually walk around in a certain area, okay. and as long as you don't go outside that certain area, you have to have it in a certain cup with a, you know, it's a... Everybody gets the same cup, so you know that that's where you come from, mm-hmm. and um, they allow us to do that. But oh, they, I'm I'm sure with the uh, you know the, the Carly event today, Scott Carly's event. I'm sure they had it at the Tavern in Zachary. So I bet that you could walk between, you know, from the Tavern to Zachary's or vice versa with a beer. I'm yeah, sure that was yeah fine. Yeah, and then I mean quickly. I know a lot of people that are watching this are from other places, but but. Columbus, Mississippi had a great musician, Scott Carley. He was a drummer. He um, lost his life in a motorcycle accident. So here's one for Scott Carley. Yeah. Oh, cheers to that. Yeah. I had uh, I had just started getting to know him. You got a drink on a, on a toast, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's just my way of getting to drink more. <laughs> oh. And another toast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I was just starting to get to know the guy. Um, it was through the open mics. Uh, it was back when the tavern was doing the open mic. Yep. And he would come play with like Chris folks. Yeah. And uh, Pee Wee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I grew up around him. He's a 
Good dude. Great bass player. Yeah, and uh, I was I was just getting acquainted with him and his music, and uh, it's tragic, man. It really is. Yeah, really, really was. Like, you know, I, I read a post somebody put up, and it was like, because if you knew Scott, Scott probably at some point made you go, man, that guy's so loud. But he was half deaf from playing drums and being in bands all his life. But he was, like, the, the post said, was he annoying? Yes. Was he loud? Yes. Was he a great person? Yes. Mm-hmm. What did he do anything for you if you asked him? Yes. Mm-hmm. That was Scott Carley. You know? Yeah. It was. It was a good dude. Yeah. 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 What little time that I knew him, he was good. And yeah. you know, a lot of my friends in the circle. I mean, they had played with him and mm-hmm. been around him. Yeah. He would play drums ride. with any yeah. band that came along that needed a drummer, and he could pick it up. And he's got it. That's you know? right. Yeah. He was good. Yeah. I saw. I saw him. They done like a three-hour gig at the Burning Piano one night, and. uh it was him, uh, folks, and uh, I can't remember the younger cat's name right now. Yeah. Um, you might, he's local around here. He's just long hair. He's a pretty talented guy. He did some Jimi Hendrix covers. Yeah. He's a pretty talented cat. Well, if you can do Jimi Hendrix, you're pretty talented. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's not, it's not necessarily easy. No. <laughs> no. One of the best rock guitar yeah. players of all time, yeah. Well, while we're there, man, let's move into it. So uh, just a little bit about the Jimbo show, about Dialback uh, Sound, Big Legal Mess, and let's just talk about that for a little bit. Man, um, Jimbo Mathis, I was, I was like, it was really cool because I'd been a fan of Jimbo and kind of seen him from afar. Like, I was supposed to go to a show. Something came up I didn't get to outside uh-huh. of, uh, it was in Corinth, I think, where he's, he, he was born in, in Tupelo, or well, no, he was born in Oxford. But he lived for a short time in Corinth, went to high school there, and then moved on over to um, Water Valley. So I was supposed to go up there and see him. He lives in Taylor, Mississippi now. But this is the dude, he and his ex-wife started up Squirrel Nut Zippers. I was a massive Squirrel Nut Zippers <laughs> fan back in the day. I mean, it's like he said in the interview, right? It's like, there's a perfect name. And, yeah. you know, we, we've... We have a little fun. You remember either the squirrel, the nut, or the zippers. That's that's right. So it's a a very iconic name. Like, right when I saw that, it may have been on like an Indies Only playlist. It's like, and with bands today, it's no telling what they're going to be named. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that is a classic. Yes. (laughs) Very much so. And I mean, they were like genre defining. So they like, they made this genre that other bands like the, the, or the Cherry Poppin' Daddies. Um, there were so many of those bands that came out after Squirrel Nut Zippers, and it's all because Jimbo Mathis over in in uh, North Carolina, you know, Chapel Hill, he just said, hey, let's start up a freaking swing band. And he did it, and it was successful. And he got radio airplay being a, a freaking swing band, you know? So, like, to sit and get to know him throughout the day, because, you know, as the theater manager at Columbus Arts Council, I'm got to be there when he gets there. I got to help them load in their equipment. I got to help them with anything they need to set up. So I'm hanging out just like elbow to elbow, just like sitting there drinking a beer with Jimbo Mathis. I mean, you were there the yeah. entire time too. You got there right as he did, and it yeah. was just it was it was, it was surreal, you know, um, to think about. And then the fact that you know Matt Patton, who's a Tuscaloosa boy, now play he's played with the Dexatines. He now plays with Drive By Truckers. Hardest he was his bass player in the business. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was just a really cool day, man. Um, so check out. I'm going to recommend if you're going to listen to a Jimbo Mathis record on his own, um, I would listen to Incinerator. But he's also got a new record out with Andrew Bird. Who Andrew Bird, when the Squirrel Nut Zippers were looking for a banjo player, I think it was banjo. Um, they recruited Andrew Bird, and 
he's like they're together in California recording this record, and it was it's phenomenal. Wow. Yeah. Good plug. It's called Those 13 or something no, like that. That was the first time that I had seen uh, any of those guys. Uh, I thought Schaefer Lana done a good job with her song oh, that yes, she played definitely, performed there. Definitely. Uh, the Dialback Band was great. I mean, but it's pretty much a super group at this point. But Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's a house. I think that's really cool about Dialback because they're located in Water Valley, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Who the hell really knows where Water Valley, Mississippi is? I mean, it's right outside of, it's just south of Oxford. It's in the, uh, the Hill Country. We've talked about the Hill Country Blues where, you know, R.L. Burnside, Cedric Burnside, those guys are that's from. Right. But, um, but he's kind of doing, Matt Patton is kind of doing this thing like Fame Records and the Muscle Shoals uh, record company and all those people, how they had the house band, you know, because you think about all these songs like Aretha Franklin songs and uh, Otis Redding songs, they were all, a, there was a house band backing them up, yeah. you know, um, and there's a really cool documentary out too, to kind of explain what I'm talking about. It's called Muscle Shoals. Have you seen it? Have not. Oh my God, dude, you've got to watch this, but it describes like, so you've got all these funky ass Frickin' songs by like Aretha Franklin and, and Otis and all these people, yeah. but they were all the the whole band was a bunch of frickin' nerdy white dudes, <laughs> but they knew how to funk, you know. And so everything that came out of Muscle Shoals at the time had this sound, yeah, because it was the same backup band and all these frickin' hit song after hit song after hit song number ones all the way across the board. Yeah, it was crazy. So watch Muscle Shoals if you get a chance. That kind of explains what Matt Patton is trying to do with Dialback Sound. Yeah, so uh, is that a, like available on Netflix or oh, YouTube? Oh, yes, it's on or? Netflix. Yep. Okay, okay. Yep. One of the best documentaries I've ever seen, honestly. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> it's just like the little things. That, I mean, we're in Columbus, Mississippi right now. I live in Alabama. And, like, the more you immerse yourself in Mississippi and Alabama's history and music, it is... It's deep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's done a lot. Like... We've talked about it time and time again. You wouldn't have a lot of these genres that we have right now without the blues. Wouldn't have yep. rock and roll. Yep. You know, and, and a lot of people, there's a whole uh, TED Talk. I really don't even know what that is. But um, there's a TED Talk with, um, I think it's, uh, um, oh my gosh, he was the, the, the blues player in Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Chris Thomas King, is that his name? I, that's right. Yeah. So he did a TED talk and basically talked about how the blues started in Louisiana, but Louisiana is not known for its blues, regardless. It's, it's jazz. It's known for its jazz and it's it's ragtime. It's Dixieland. Um, Mississippi is known for the blues. You think about some of the biggest blues players in the world: Bobby Blue Bland, BB King, Robert Johnson, all from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and we got a living legend now, Jimmy Duck Holmes, you know. Jimmy Duck Holmes. You got Super Chicken still in Mississippi. Uh, Cedric Burnside, a grandson of R.L. Burnside. Where's Kingfish from? Do you know? I have no idea where Kingfish is from, but he's a fantastic guitar player. Yeah. Yes, he is. Very much so. And Eric Gales, that's another really good. If you've never seen Eric Gales before, we had him um, over in West Point. Um, my buddy Jeremy puts on a little festival called uh, the Black Prairie Blues Festival. It was, of course, shit-canned because of COVID last year. Uh-huh. But the year before, we had Eric Gales. He plays left-handed guitar, but he's 
it, basically he takes a right-handed guitar and just turns it over. He doesn't reorganize the strings, so he's playing his solos on the top with his left hand. That's interesting. He's doing his bar. He's down here doing his barcodes on the bottom. It's, and like it's just so thinking weird. about it, it's just like seems like my hand would be like that with it, you know? Yeah. Like turning I, I, upside down. I don't know. I mean, my son is left-handed. And I'm when left-handed. He was, when he was playing guitar, I just, I don't, I, y'all, I don't get y'all. Do you I, play guitar left-handed? I play right-handed. Okay. Yeah. Well, like other people, play, the people that play left-handed guitar, it just boggles my mind. I don't see how you can do it because my fingers don't, my fingers work like this right here. Oh. They don't work like that. Dude, my, my friend, she plays guitar left-handed and like whenever we play together, it's like looking in a mirror. It's like, it, it, just, it, it does <laughs> yeah. not make sense to me. And I'm left-handed, but. Uh, the reason I chose to play right-handed was, like, the guy I was buying a guitar from, he told me, he said, uh, how many of your friends right now have guitars? I said, two or three? He said, how many of them have left-handed guitars? I said, none. And he was like, you haven't played guitar. You actually have more dexterity with your left hand. You need more dexterity on the fretboard anyway. And he was like, play right-handed. And he said, you're over at your buddies, you don't have your guitar, you can play his. But if you go with a left-handed guitar, you're going to have to keep that guitar with you all the time. Yeah. So makes sense to me, you know? Yeah. Is, uh, I, I, I didn't want to play uh, any instrument left-handed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I still, like, knowing that you play right-handed and you're left-handed, I still can't fathom how you do it. Because <laughs> I think about playing, you know, switching up on my end. Mm-hmm. And my fingers just don't want to work, you know? It's I, just... I've done that in uh, sports. Like, I never played football in school, but, like, backyard football or just out in the back, I can throw a football left or right-handed, and I can bat baseball uh, left or right Yeah. Is, uh, which my dad taught me to do that. But I've, I don't know. I've always been kind of ambidextrous with yeah. some things. Yeah. I've, I don't know. I yeah, just... but, I mean, <laughs> shit, if you were to ever play baseball, you know, I mean, that's because my son – Mm-hmm. Uh, throws with his left hand. He was the the left-handed go-to when they had a left-handed batter. It's like, hey, let's get Aiden out there. He was like, Pew. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you? I I can't do that. I can't even pick my nose with my left hand. You know, it's <laughs> like I don't understand. I don't get it. Hang on a second. Let me let me cut this light off. It's a little dark. Yeah, get a little light on the situation there. It's starting to get darker outside. So it's getting cloudy. Man, this beer is fantastic. Yeah, I haven't really. The conversation's it's, been so good, I've yeah, been forgotten it's, about it. it's better than I remember it being, and that's a good thing, man. That's, uh, that's what I'm saying. That's a solid four. I would definitely solid. have it again. It's, uh, and there's a gnat in here, too. I'm like you, though. Anything hazy, I think, is yeah, going to be I'm, fun. I'm all into the hazy. I need to like call some beer people, maybe Elliot, my friend from Druid City, or Bo, and like figure out what, it, what, what, it, what makes it hazy. I have yeah. no idea. Um, I've brewed beer before. Um, even when I had my own beer, Monk on the Radio, I brewed, helped brew the first batch. So I understand the process, but I just, there's so many different things. Like, you know, when you get to porters, there's like however long you roast the beans or what, you know, roast the whatever, the, um, sound even know what I'm talking about at this point, but you know, it's just however long. Munson and Brothers is doing a, a class on that. Yeah, oh, the fermentation. Yeah, yes, so yes. it's a little different. Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to go to that. You know, that's where the Check name Munson and Brothers came from, was over brewing beer together. Really? Huh. The camaraderie, and that's, yeah. that's how they landed on the name. Hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, it slowly turned into bombs and oils and soaps, candles, and beer garden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was over there the other night at uh, Munson Brothers, 
Um, and I used their soap in the bathroom, the liquid soap, and that's like pepperminty, whatever. It was mm-hmm. freaking phenomenal. Yeah, I like that. I, 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 I use the soap personally. Uh, I use both the uh, oil base and the uh, charcoal. And I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever go back to like the body washes. Regular or, soap. Yeah. yeah. It, it does a good job. And that's another thing about it. It cracks me up. Like people go in the store and they'll pick up the bar of soap and smell it. And it's the first thing I, I was like, it's scentless. And it was like, why? It's like, if you're taking a bath to get the stink off of you, not to put a smell on you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was like, I use the, the beer balm for uh, like a cologne. I was like, and I think like wear deodorant and wear beard oil, you won't stink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all so, about the lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My friend Soapy over in Tuscaloosa, she's moving to Birmingham with her company, but she, I, I, when I was in Tuscaloosa, I consistently used her soaps when I could. Yeah. Um, so I actually did not know that Munson had liquid soap mm-hmm. inside. So I, cause, cause since the pandemic, we don't go inside there as much anymore. Now they've kind of opened things up, but I still go to the little garden outside. Yeah. And so I've got to go in there and check it out and see what all I got to catch myself up. You know, it's crazy. Like some of the things we get in there, it seems like it's ever changing. You know, it's hard for me to keep up. Yeah. Just with like, and he's picking up, um, it's really like a trading post. He's putting up these other people who make things and selling them there for them. You know, they yeah. have their own little, their wall front there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a, a, a friend of mine that I've just gotten to know sent me a message the other night. I saw your poster up in Munson Brothers for when we did our, our podcast live <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. So that was, that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny, like, just sitting in there on the inside bar, you know, I've got the... You're up on the wall, um, yeah. official, in yeah. a frame and everything, yeah. For <laughs> and uh, we'll get to talking about the show, and they was like, what is it? No, right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there. Hollywood. Yeah. I'm on the wall of fame. There you go. <laughs> uh, dude, I want to talk a little bit about the, uh, the vinyl idea. Yes, I'm super excited. I'm about to have to have another beer, though. You ready? You gotta, yeah, you, you gotta, go. You got to toss that, brother. Come on. Okay. Get in good with it. Get in good with it. Get to know that beer. <laughs> yes, the vinyl idea. I'm super excited about it, man. When you brought it to me, um, and I'm excited to maybe be a part of it. Yeah. You know? So um, after I get... I, I'm not a musician. After but, I, Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. After I get all the tracks together, and so I've got about 24 minutes of real estate on each side. And so... Um, I'm hoping to be able to line everyone up the way I think they should be lined up. But if there's a time issue, you know, I might have to put them on side B or change it around. Sure. And like, if there's time in between, yeah, we might as well use that real estate. So I think your idea is, it's very fun. Yeah. I mean, I could do little 20 second cuts of, you know, you're listening to, you know, use my radio voice, you know, Hey, it's Mark on the radio and you're listening to porch talk, the vinyl, you know, <laughs> WPT 101, you know, that's fun. Yeah. But, uh, man, it's, uh, I made that post and I done it too early. Like it's, it's April now. I had porch talk doesn't turn three until August. Yeah. And you know, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know how many people would like be serious and be, I want to get behind this. You got Google response. Yeah. And so it didn't take no time. And this was listener-voted. This is listener-based. And uh, I don't have the sheet with me. I'll name as many as I can. Of, right, and I killed and, that gnat, sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, uh, Gilbert Val, uh, you know, he's big part of the uh, 
Blue Front Cafe family. Yeah. Uh, he texted me and he said, uh, I'm really interested in the idea. I, I, I want to have one. My only request is you put two blues guys on there. And I was like, can do. Hell yeah. So one you I'll do. Give tracks. Yeah. <laughs> one I'll do. Uh, Philip Savile, I'll tell you about him, but I'm not going to tell you who the other one is. Surprise. Uh, is and it Jimmy Duck? It's not. Jimmy ah. Jimmy, Jimmy did not want to play uh, yeah. on the record. I got you. Uh, but maybe. I mean, I'll, I'll be seeing Jimmy very soon, and yeah. it'll be uh, before I have – this you know the sound sent off to have it pressed yeah um album art uh people wanted a partridge to uh do the as he should to yes. do the vinyl sleeve and he is it's cool That's man amazing man you know what it is what i'm gonna be in the a partridge universe it's gonna be me uh holding a recorder is awesome. the front and then to keep everything in style he's gonna do the track list on the back too he's gonna carve everything out God, that's so cool, man. It's, it's going to be an epic vinyl. Yeah. Of, and at first I said there was only going to be 101. I don't think that's really an option. We're going to have to get more. So I'm thinking maybe three, maybe 500. I don't, yeah. I'm, I'll, as I get prices and uh, see what the budget is, we'll, we'll plan from that. Uh, but uh, early James and the latest, that got voted on there. So I've got to talk to uh, James and make sure there won't be any kind of conflict with VZI. Yeah. Uh, a partridge, uh, he's gonna be on there. Uh, one Taylor. of I've got a really Taylor Hollingsworth is gonna be on there. The honorary Taylor Hollingsworth chair here. That is correct. In the shot of, and I was really proud of the people that the listeners were voting on because, like in my mind, that's porch talk. Yeah. Like any musician would have done that's been on the show. Obviously, that would be porch talk. But like when I think of my show, there are certain musicians that come to mind. And I thought they done a great job of listing. Awesome. So uh, I'll be uh, sharing more information as uh, as it comes. Right now, I'm just getting all the recordings together, uh, getting the time signatures right, and uh, we're gonna. I don't know. It's fun. You're, I've never done it before. You're you doing know? this, yeah, yeah? Hell yes, man. Never done this before. That's exciting. That's totally. And I'm I'm excited to be a part of it. If you have time for me in yeah. there, or maybe we could even do like an untapped and vinyl little quick twenty second segment in this. I, I thought about track one, just kind of being like, just let it be a twenty second track one, and it's like you know, I'll welcome you to the vinyl, you know, yeah, and we'll introduce the thing, yeah, I, yeah. I don't see any issue with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got all the recording equipment, so I yeah. can do it whatever you need me to do and you got it here too as well but yeah man that's like super exciting man yeah i'm like excited because you came to me about a month ago man two or three weeks ago maybe yeah about uh doing a logo with our faces uh for untapped in vinyl <laughs> and like putting out shirts man yeah. it's like holy shit yeah. so i've had a beer named after me i've had a hot <laughs> sauce named after me now i get my picture merch, of some man. shirts and shit <laughs> Oh my gosh! If I they, get, they, have I told you about the idea? It's funny. I don't know. It, yes, you yes, but tell to do tell. But but I'm like looking forward to like the idea of my mother having a clock on her wall with mine and your face on it. You know, it's a porch talk on depth and vinyl. That's it. And so like in the background is going to be like a just a gnarly record. Of I'm working with a designer right now for the like backdrop. I can't really decide what color is going to be the back and then. We'll do something kind of parallel, but it'll be like a record. Like the record will be like the sun. Yeah. And then it'll be us two, like in friar suits, you know, <laughs> with the brown. We'll be monks. Yeah. 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 And we'll have the uh, we'll have a beer mug. 
and then the, you know untapped in vinyl on that record and like have the porch talk logo and like kind of like with that poster you know yeah yeah, yeah. and it's, and just cool, have man. something unique so like w- with the episodes with, or the show within the show like with untapped in vinyl is like when i upload that podcast instead of having the porch talk logo we'll have that logo to use yeah. and so not only can you read the title and know that it's untapped in vinyl but you can also just tell by the image yeah and same for all these other shows that we've got going on. Um, I mean, I'm happy about that. Just happy about... Just Hell yeah, man. you got a lot show, to be proud of, man. Yeah, the show is just... You would asked me this two years ago, and I would have laughed at you. You yeah. know, and when I started the show, I was riding around with a buddy of mine. I had put out three episodes, and it had over 100 downloads. And we were celebrating that because of... There's a lot of research out there that you can do. Type in your Google machine is uh you know they'll say uh you need x amount of downloads within your first whatever episodes or it's a failed podcast it's just not interesting enough uh and we we hit that mark of out the gate and we were riding around kind of celebrating it that that night and just talking about it and he was like what are you gonna do when you start getting a thousand downloads an episode what are you gonna do when it gets five thousand what what the moment it drops you get ten thousand and it's like my mind couldn't even imagine what that is, but now we're we're almost to that point. Yeah, and it just it just keeps growing and growing and growing. You know, it's like the snowball. You know, rolling down a hill, it's just getting bigger. Like a snowball headed for hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that song's been on the show. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, man, it's 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 a big ride, and like so that leads me to believe it's like, what else can we do? It's like one year I wanted to throw I don't, maybe 2022, 23. Like, let's throw a music festival, you know. Let's bring in some of the folks from uh, that's been on the show. Let's get them together and let's throw down, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm excited for you, man. Um, I think because I've been a part of it since about day two, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, you got in quick. Yeah, I mean, you've done a fantastic job. I've watched the growth of the show and you as a – a personality on a podcast have grown tremendously. Yeah. And it's been cool to see, man. man I mean, just, I'm so glad to, that you included me and wanted me, me to be a part of this thing. I mean, I I'm could, excited. And I couldn't even imagine like porch talk without untapped in vinyl at this point, yeah. you know? And even now it's like one of the only shows that we live stream, you know? And, yeah. And trying to get some of those other shows, uh, in that same, like, let's get it out there. Let's get the content there. Mm-hmm. Help me out by subscribing to the YouTube yes. so we can do more. Subs- click that button right there or wherever it's going to be. I don't know. Are we still we still live? Yes. I was looking at the comments. Are we live? We are. Are we? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. I, I see Johnny is, uh, he's, <laughs> that is, that is my man. You know, have you seen like the memes? Uh, it'll be like, Different beers, like, you know, Bud Light, Natural Light, Coors, just your, you know, day beers. Day beers. And then your uh, your whiskey, different types of whiskey, different types of tequilas, and then it's like, describe me, which, who of these am I? And I see Johnny commented, he said, uh, don't be, uh, what does he say, can't beat Natty, so. So. And yeah, you can, Johnny. Yeah, you can. I'm you telling can you, when I go to Mobile, I stay with Johnny. And yeah. so, uh, man, that's in his fridge, you know. Yeah. He's got Jack Daniels, and he's got Natty's, and that's it. That's that's his go-to. Well, props for the Jack Daniels, for sure. All right, you ready? You got you to gotta finish up that first one. 
I think we've had this beer before. Right. But I didn't know if we had or not when I... Because obviously we get to drinking on here and we don't remember what we had, but... Another great one from Parish Brewing Company out of uh, Louisiana. Pure Tropics. A fruit ale. A fruit ale. What's the ABV on it? Because I don't have my readers on. Let me find it. I'm old and shit. Come on. <laughs> oh my lord, where's it at? It's a little ha- it's hazy. I did not Good see Good lord, that. that's like so much gold going on on that logo. Ale brewed with pineapple, guava, and manga. Broussard, Louisiana. I do not see the APV. I do not. So we have to go to Untapped, the uh, app. And if you're on Untapped, follow me at Bunk on the Radio. I don't know if Al's on Untapped. I've got to get on there, man. I keep yeah. You mean that. especially as much beer as we drink? Yeah, you need to. I'd be like gold status on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pure Tropics, and that would help keep us straight. Just keep the ones that we've had on. The I show. have not checked in so Pure far. Tropics before. So maybe we haven't. So maybe we haven't had this beer. Good. It's 7% ABV. So, Parish Brewing Company, Broussard, Louisiana. Tropical, juicy, fruity, hoppy mango. 6.7. 7. 7. And this is considered a IPA, right? It's a hazy IPA. So, we're just on a hazy kick today. I mean, I just, I love it. I'm living. We've already done the whole spiel about it, man. All right. I'm I'm down, clown. Let's, let's, (laughs) let's, let's try it out here. I swear we've had this before, though. I just, for some reason, did not check it in, but I'm checking Ooh. it in now. Three. Three? Point five. What? It's got a little wang to it. <laughs> got a wang dang doodle. <laughs> it's a little sharp. That's the mango. Yeah. You know, I've never had a mango before. I was in Mexico one time, and I had like this spread for breakfast. And so I was like, I'm going to get some mangoes. Totes didn't like mangoes, so I was like, I don't know what it was about it. Didn't really care for the mangoes. It's coming coming through here. I'm I'm 3.5. You're good. You're good with that, man. That's what I'm going to do on Untapped. I'm going to do a 3.5. I would definitely recommend the bat squash. Yeah. I know we've never had that before. I don't know. I think this is like a one and done. I think it would be fun if you was hanging out by the pool. Oh, shit, yes. Yes. This is a pool beer. I think there are a lot of beers that, like, we could do a whole pool beer list, and we probably need to, maybe on the uh, the Porch Talk website, do a, a recommendation list yeah. of, like, food pairings with what's the best beer. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. You know, like, like if you're having a steak... If you're having a steak, you need you a downtown North Porter or something, you know? Hell yeah. That would be great with That's a, a good idea. Yeah. And then if you're sitting by the pool, Pure Tropics. And I'm going to tell you one that just works for everything. Like It could be like a Venn diagram and just put ghosts in the machine right in the middle. Right in the middle. That's that's like the creme de la creme since we've been doing this. Yeah. I haven't found a better beer. Um. Well, no. Lamplighter. Oh. I think, I think Lamplighter is better than Ghost in the Machine. You know what? But Lamplighter is not a hazy IPA, so really could we compare it? Are, I, are all IPAs the same? No. This totally. beer right here reminds I was listening to Robert Finley today, and it's, it's one of these beers that have put that, that stank face on stank you. Stank face on you. 
You know, just how how good is that new Robert Finley record, man? Well, the whole thing's not out, but sold out on you and Country Boy. Country I mean, Boy, that's oh what I was checking out today. Gosh, man. Robert Finley was, um, he's just been playing blues in his hometown down in Louisiana. And one day walked out on um, America's Got Talent. Yeah. And did a song. And, and a star was born. Wowed everybody. <laughs> well, <clears throat> luckily, Dan Auerbach, who owns Easy Eye Sound, saw him and was like, hey, this is my Johnny Cash. You know, I'm going to do the Rick Rubin thing. I'm going to sign Johnny Cash. So I'm going to sign Robert Finley. And uh-huh. I'm going to put out his record. And damn, props to him because Robert Finley is so cool. And like, you know, we tried to get him at the Columbus Arts Council. We are a nonprofit art center. So. We don't have as much money as he requested, but he's about to pop off, man. So check out Robert Finley if you haven't done so so far. Yeah, uh, highly recommend. Like that Country Boy song, it has got that that funk. That'll put that <laughs> it'll put that stink face on you. I got a little, I got a little attitude with this one. You know what hey, I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's fun, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I kicked off Indies Only last night with Sold Out on You. That's right. Um, the first time that a soul song has ever stolen the show. Appreciate the you sending me the set. I always like, it's not only a good reminder to stay tuned in to All 1017 on Saturday nights, but man, it's good to have that set list. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, this is hour two is going to be real fun. Look at here. Yeah, I mean, even if you don't get a chance to hear it, you've got the list. Yeah. You know, and those, I always put those up on alt1017.com. So you can just search for Indies only when you get there, but they're always there. But I mean, you're, you're yeah. family, so you get it first off. Yeah. You know? I got like four people I send it to every, every Saturday, and you are one of them. So yeah. And I know I've, I've slacked a couple Saturdays. <laughs> I was up seeing uh, Lucero in Memphis yeah. at uh, the Malco Drive In, and nobody had the playlist that week. And I didn't expect it. I, knew, I was like, he's. Doing his Lucero thing. I'm standing out there in the thunderstorm with tornado sirens going off watching Lucero. Yes. What what music have you really been excited about lately? Like maybe, uh, do we need to pull up the Indies Only list? I think that might be a good place to start. I can, but I tell you, there's this one band that I've just gotten into that I, I discovered this week because they made it to the fourth song in the playlist this week. They're called, uh, Spud Cannon. Spud Cannon. Yeah. They're kind of a punky kind of band. Um, really good stuff. Um, of course, the new Rise Against. Have you heard that? Nowhere Generation. Um, title track for their new record. Um, it's not out yet. Will be out. But I'm looking so freaking forward to see, hearing that new Rise Against. I've uh, I own every Rise Against yeah, CD. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about them I on the show before. Yeah, it's it's one of those bands like. I can't say they're my favorite band, but I have been listening to them forever. It's kind of like Chevelle. It's like that would never come up in a conversation, but I've probably seen Chevelle more than I have anyone else. Yeah. You know, as far as like, yeah. you know, not friends, but like high up. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I've it's like every time Chevelle. I go to Bill Street Music Fest, they're always there. And they always have a real good time to where there's no one else playing at that time you would rather see. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. <laughs> And uh, last time I saw him, it was one of the best shows that was at that show. And granted, Jack White closed it down. Uh, that was the best. But uh, Never seen Chevelle, it. it was this real J-W. interesting thing. So they're halfway through the show, halfway through their set. You know, the front man yells out, who wants to hear some old songs? You know, crowd just erupts. And, like, it was smart. Yeah. And we, me, I was go. I always go to that festival with my buddy Sid, 
And we were talking about it like after two or three songs, it was like, is he singing behind us on purpose? Like, let's just say the line was, uh, I've given up. And like the fans know how it go and they'll do it regular. And then right when they're getting done saying up, he's just saying it. And it was creating this weird dynamic. And like it was a just, bounce back off of yeah. buildings or something behind you? Yeah. 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 Only instead of us, it was him doing it. It was yeah. like, man, this is cool. It's, it was really, <laughs> it kind of messed with the way you were processing everything. Yeah, yeah. And we were bad close. Like the mosh pit was just right over there. And like yeah. we were just hanging out. Just, yeah, Chevelle. <laughs> yeah. Props. I've never seen them before, man. It's a good show. I'd love to go see them. Um, like, did you listen last night at all? Yes. Iron Wine. Mm-hmm. That new track was freaking phenomenal. Um, I'm, and like, so I've talked with people about this. I'm going to ask you the new garbage song. Yeah. The Men Who Rule the World. I think it's a phenomenal track. It is quintessential garbage moving forward you know um they've changed a little bit i love that mighty mighty boss tones dropped a new record friday so i mean like with the garbage trap i mean what are you asking it's like a lot of people like check this out i think red hot chili peppers is a great example of that from you know them starting in the 80s up to today is their sound continually changed i don't think it changed i think it grew uh, yeah, like that's a Metallica. Good I I think that their sound changed. Okay, with the Black record and even their new stuff with Robert Trujillo playing bass. I think they've become more intense than they even were with Cliff Burton playing bass. Okay. Um, so continue your yeah. Your so thought. I'm sorry. But. Yeah, I think growing is a better way of saying it, not change, because of man. I mean, I I think about Incubus, but with Red Hot Chili Peppers is with each album, and I have a lot of them, is I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always a fan. They're sure, always sure. progressing, and I'm always a fan of it. Uh, Incubus, about three albums ago, they left me. Like, I still love Incubus, but I'm not with the new sound. And and that, that record, that song they put out, like, four or five months ago, mm-hmm. I wasn't down with it, man. I haven't been down in a while. It's like, what the fuck you happened, know, but man? It's since Morning View. Morning View was such a phenomenal record. The last one that I... you were here on it and all that. That album was perfect. Yeah. Was. All the way through. Absolutely. And the one before that, what was it called? Uh, that was Science, wasn't it? The heavy one? No. There's another one. Fungus I'm Among Us? Maybe that. No, that was that was one of their first records. That was the first one. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think it went Fungus Among Us, Science... Oh, the one we're th- the one we're thinking about had uh, "Drive" and "Pardon Me" on it. Yes, I can see the album cover. I just can't remember the name. It's of called it. "Make Yourself." That's it. That was it. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. "Make Yourself" and "Morning View." Yeah. I think they're two fucking shining lights in the history of music. I went to uh, uh, "A Crow Left for the Murder." I, I got that one. And that was then, a decent record too. I'm not gonna diss that one. Uh, "Megalomaniac" was my favorite track. Yes, it was. That yes. that. That slapped. Yeah, it did. And then uh, Light Grenades. That was the last Incubus album I got. And that album was a big turnoff for a lot of Incubus I, fans. I've never heard that record. <laughs> like some, you said the name of it. I didn't even know what you were talking uh, about. So. I think my favorite song on that one was probably Animali. Uh, and like that's kind of... Animali is a good song. I have heard that track. Yeah. Yes. I like that song. And uh, I, hell of a track name. Call it Animali. And then in the song you're saying Anomaly. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Good play. Yes. Uh, 
but yeah, back to like garbage. So I mean, are, is it a move in the right direction? I think it's a move in the right direction because you've got you've got on guitar, you've got in production, you've got Butch Vig, who produced Nirvana's Nevermind. Okay, I mean, the dude knows what the hell he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's just something about Shirley Manson's voice, her delivery every time. You know, with the whole band being from Los Angeles and her being from Scotland, she's kind of got that Scottish accent in her singing. Mm-hmm. And I think it just adds a little something spectacular to it. But I love the new Garbage song. I've talked to several people that was like, you don't really dig that. Oh. It's like you're you're looking for Only Happy When It Rains or you're looking for, you know, whatever other garbage song they're growing they're not changing they're just growing um and they've always been very digital um which a lot of bands i listen to are not so much digital um and and by that i mean like more techno Mm -hmm. sound to them you know um let's see mighty mighty boston's put out that new record not the biggest fan of the single this is the second single off the record i never played the first single because the first single was seven and a half minutes long and I'm not going to give up two tracks to play one track yeah. um, on the show. I really dig Said the Whale. Check out the song Honey Lungs if you get a chance. Um, that's a great record. And then Rosie Tucker's Habanero, okay. I think is a phenomenal. I kicked the show off with that like second or third song last week. Yeah. <clears throat> man, I, I think this is a good rabbit to chase for a minute, man. But like you think about... Uh, I mean, honorary chair is, in my opinion, like, I think it's just probably because of his guitar style, is uh, he can do multiple genres and on one record and get away with it. Taylor Hollinsworth. Yeah. And, like, I don't mind going back and listening to, you know, Taylor and the Puffs or, you know, um, Dead Fingers or any of the past work he's done yeah. up to his today work it's like him being on it is why I'm going to listen to it does that make sure, sense sure sure like I know it's going to be good the blips yeah <laughs> you know oh by the way uh, yeah uh, if you haven't listened to the blips uh, start yes their record dropped Friday <laughs> luckily for uh, you and I we have, we've had the record for over a month now yeah. and know it through and through just and listen to it through and through it's, it's good yeah, it's a great record. Uh, that's that's probably my favorite record of the year so far. So far, I would I would be right there with you, man. And what's crazy 100%. is like uh, they've already got another one. Damn, I didn't know that. They've already started working on making the second one. Wow, that's exciting. And Taylor's I, new song, Pinocchio's Kids. Pinocchio's Kids. I think it is one of my favorite because it's it's kind of different for him. He's kind of downplaying everything. He's kind of He's changed the mood mm-hmm. in this song. I really dig it, man. I, I dig the, like, f- the, I'm not going to say focus, because he's always focused, because he's very good at what he does, and he knows what he's doing, but he's, he's just, he's, he's, he's toning it down a little bit for this song, and really trying to tell a story and make, make sense, and I think he's you done know, a fantastic job. Have I shown you the art piece that I picked up from him? So, so we, it's I saw a, it on yeah. Facebook, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when I went to go pick that up, uh, I went on in and he showed me the studio and everything that he had been working. Because I've, I've had studio questions. And he's like, let me show you what I've done. And uh, before I left, he played that song. It was about a month before he released it. He's like, I'm about to drop this one. And he said, it's a song that uh, I had no idea when 
it was time to drop. Like uh, off the last record, like Cops and Killers. Yeah, I like that song a yeah. lot. It was one of my yeah. it was one of my favorite uh, songs off that record. And I was talking to him because it was kind of in that same vein to me, his style. Yeah. Of and I was like, man, I I really like that song. You're gonna have to do a music video for that one too. And he was like. I didn't even make that music video. He's like, a fan out in Los Angeles has always been wanting to make a music video for me. And he wanted to make one out of that song. And I just gave him the green light. Wow. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, yeah. I was like, with, I was like, you're going to have to make a music video for Pinocchio's Kid. I was, it's, it's a great song. Yes, it is. Uh, I mean, I think it's solid. It, it, I mean, even without his wife involved, it kind of reminds me more of a Dead Fingers kind of feel to yeah, it. Yeah, sure. You know, I, I dig it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Of uh, man. Uh Janet Simpson's new album. Definitely worth listening to if you haven't checked Most it out. Deaf. Most deaf. And I mean, just back to Jimbo Mathis for a minute. Like that was a very unique show because it it was country at times and it was rock and roll at times. It was honky tonk. Yeah. Is what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know if I've ever been to a show like that. I think that was I think that was my first honky tonk. Yeah, I think he's the first artist that I've seen since I've been the theater manager at uh, the Arts Council that dropped the word "fuck" and "shit" in a song. <laughs> I was I was I looked out when he said "fuck" whatever the song he was playing. I looked out and everybody was like, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, we've got to that point. We've we've won them over. Yeah, we're we're good. Um, we've got another show coming up on uh, June 18th. Okay. Um, you and I are supposed to be in Bentonia at that point. Yeah, I'll miss that one. Yeah, I'm going to miss the Friday night at Bentonia because I'm going to be here, but I'm going to drive down and we're going to we're gonna do some Porch Talk stuff from the Bentonia Blues Festival. That's right, that's right. Um, but we've got a band. Uh, luckily, I made friends with Mike Patton, uh, or Matt Patton, sorry, not Mike. <laughs> Matt Patton. I made friends with him, and um, we've got a band of his off of Dialback Sound called The Great Dying. Um, really a kind of eclectic experimental country band mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to whether we have four guys full band or just two guys scaled down acoustic I'm looking forward to it regardless it's going to be a low dose show it's only going to be 10 bucks um, we haven't put the announcement out there official yet so Porch Talk is getting the first Yeah, but it's going to be a cool ass show I think yeah and just with uh, Monson Brothers uh, dude, they're booked all summer yeah, music live music every Friday night at eight o'clock. Yeah, I was there last night for their live music. Yeah, because we moved it because of the weather Friday night. Uh, was it? What was that? Patrick Rupp? Is that right? Oh yeah, it was uh, some guy and Jeffrey Rupp. Jeffrey Rupp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our old mayor here in Columbus. Yeah, very and, cool. And old, he was a television personality for many years. Oh, and local news channel. Uh, you're getting uh, Untapped and Vinyl Live right now, but this episode will drop on Thursday. But my episode with Keith Gaskin drops today. What? And if you don't know who Keith Gaskin is, uh, you can get to know him. And if it's more important if you live in Columbus. He's a sweet dude. I know him personally. I will co-sign for that fella any day. Ryan asked me to have him on the show. And that was before I met him. And I said no. I was like, I don't do, I don't do politics on there. You know, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not going to play one side or the other. And he was like, okay. And then, like, lo and behold, about a week later, I would be running sound for him in the beer garden, and it was just a Keith Gaskin meet and greet. Yeah. And I just, I like the guy. 
And I was yeah. like, this is not a politician. No, he's not. And that's the coolest thing about it. Yeah. I'm all for any politician who's not a politician. Yeah. You know? It doesn't yeah. come from that background. Yeah. So, like, just a little background, and, like, you you can definitely check the episode out if you haven't, is uh, he's a philanthropist. And we talk about, that's kind of how we open up, is, like, all the good that he has done for this city through his philanthropy. Uh, he raised over $100,000 uh, for the Columbus Library. And there were other people involved, but he was the, the one behind it that knew how to play the game. Yep. Uh, and if you think that's cool, it's like he's done fundraising and philanthropy with Morgan Freeman, big part of Mississippi. Uh, and we talk about education. You know, he's uh, been involved with MSMS for years. Yep. Uh, the foundation. Full, that's right. Yep. And uh, that's something that him and Morgan Freeman had in common. It was like most of the money they want to raise, most of where their heart is, is for higher education because of the belief that, uh, you know, knowledge is power. Uh, and, I mean, we have the W here. We have EMCC. We have Mississippi State down the road. Uh, man, our high school should be better. Yeah. MSMS Definitely. is great. I went to high school in this town, yeah. in this city. So, yeah, it needs to be better. And, <laughs> I, and I think, like, having a non-political mayor, like, who isn't affiliated to Democrat or Republican, but is coming in to uh, bring change and, like, to move the city forward because – Man, I was even asking him, you know, about the downtown. And I know the mayor just can't come in and just change everything, you know, and just whew, every, yeah, everything's right. better. Uh, but I was like, man, I've been to some downtowns to where you just park and you literally hang out all day. But I was like, here, I was like, you kind of pick where you want to be. You'll park at Munson and Brothers or you might park at Zachary's. But I was like, you don't really have that downtown experience to where you just walk the streets and everybody's hanging out and just, you know, there's a good time to be had on every corner, you know? Yeah. And, um, I mean, there are a lot of vacant buildings in our downtown. That's right. And I was I like, mean, and we've got one of the, the top downtown main streets in all of Mississippi. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's beautiful with the different colored buildings and everything. That's right. We have so much to offer. And so I was like, man, if we could entice these business owners to come downtown, let's, let's do something cool, you know? Yeah. So uh, it's an interesting podcast. I highly recommend you checking it out. And if you're not from Columbus, check it out because, um, I mean, it was it was a real good interview, like talking about politics without being political, if that makes yeah, any yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like leaving the politics Well, it out dropped of today, so I didn't get a chance to listen to it yeah, yet. I, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't Keith dropped it yet. Keith is a friend of mine. I'm going <laughs> to vote for him because I live in the city of Columbus. So Yeah, if I lived here, I would. Yeah, I see, and I, I don't even live here, so I didn't really have a stake in the claim. So yeah. it's not like I am repping him, but I was, I, you know, like <laughs> yeah. there's not a lot I can do yeah. other than yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, so check that out. Of uh, man, anything else to do? Man, I, I mean, I've hit the music, I've hit the beer, we've hit the politics. I mean, I'm I'm Gucci, you know. I'm good too. Um, the record coming out, I'm so super excited to be a part of it. I'm so super excited for you to experience that and have that out. I'm telling you, man. And, like, even, like, contacting these musicians and telling them, hey, uh, you were picked by our listeners to be on this record. What do you think? And they was like, oh, I, I was just reading your post. Are you serious? And I was like, yeah, yeah somebody awesome. somebody literally called me and it's like, I want him on your record. And I was like, okay. 
Yeah. Let me call him and see what he says. Well, I never put in my two cents about who I think needs to be on record. Who would you, who would but you say? You've, but you've hit everybody. <laughs> you know, early, uh, uh, Taylor, yeah. Abe. I mean, that would have been my three picks. Um, I can't believe, like, I was talking. If we, can, if we could get Adam Hood to do something on the record. He's got to come on the show. But we've got to get him on the show. Yeah, he's got to be on the show. We still got to go do that episode over there. But what's crazy is, like, um, we ain't going to do just do this once. And uh, I don't want to say that, so like it'd be you, cool to do it every year. You don't, yeah. You I, and I don't want to say that because you didn't buy this one, but just for the art, like a Partridge is doing it. You don't have any idea how much that means to me. It's and like, for you to be the <laughs> featured person he's putting on yeah. his his roofing tar paint thing that he yeah. does. His so I'll, I'll I'll have the original piece. And then his wife, Kathy, is going to send me the digital piece, you know, to send off. And then the back with the carved out names of the, but I'll have the original piece at the house. Damn. So like my only claim to fame on that was like at somewhere on the back of there would be like voice, uh, uh, radio announcements done by Monk on the radio. I mean, that would be like, I got on there. <laughs> you know, damn it. All right. <laughs> so cool. And I'm even thinking about just like to keep it porch talk on the inside is like just with all the usuals, it's like maybe, uh, you know, have a note inside for whoever purchases it. It'd be like uh, huge things for buying the record and like maybe a little something from all of us here at Porch Talk, you know, and just be like, hey, we're, we're glad you, you thought about us well enough to want to, uh, you know, have this vinyl and like hoping that the quality is just it's just as good as it can be because yeah. it's shot off this mic, and yeah. um, you know, I, I like I like a good dirty record like that, so I'm excited yeah. about it. Have you talked with any labels about? Have not moving forward. Have not. Maybe Cornelius Chapel. Yeah, they might. They might want to stamp their name. On yeah, it. I don't know. Like you know, hey, you know, you guys distribute. Well, you know, I'll be. We can do whatever on our end, you know, yeah. to provide what you need. But that would be totally, totally cool. I might do that. But we can do it on freaking Alan Monk Records. <laughs> yeah. Create a logo, everything. <laughs> Untapped I, Records. I, I'm not against That's it. That's it. There's a building right by Munson's, you know, right above Musselwhite, that yep. the Mississippi Testing yep. Center, yep. for what I don't know. But that building's for sale. Well, I was like, yeah. wouldn't it be tight to just have a – a label, a stage, a venue. Yeah, because it's a big open building inside. So, yeah. Maybe so. Porch Talk Thoughts. Porch Talk Records. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's California Dreaming, but I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to get on out of here. We're gone.
is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces plus 24 7 customer support his venue never misses a beat call quickgranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done when you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. 
Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.